The body of 34-year-old Nicole Brown Simpson, ex-wife of O.J. Simpson, was found. really believe Kurt Cobain is dead. Millions of people mourned the tragic death of John Lennon today. Struggles to come to terms with the death of Princess Diana. Waiting for What's going on? Hello, hello, hello. Hi, welcome back. To fame and misfortune. Somebody's in a singing mood. I, you know what? I sing a lot of things. Also, I got free shit today at work. Oh, well, then you're in the best mood. <laughs> so, you know. I love and I'm not ta- like, it's, free stuff. It's full size. It's none of this <gasps> testable shit. Oh, that's so I the got, best days. I'm just going to go ahead and plug this real quick. Okay. So, there's a brand new blush out for those of you beauty lovers. Um, Benefits Gold Rush. It literally debuted today but this is gonna be playing in the future so i was gonna say yeah i haven't seen it it's brand fucking new it's so pretty it's like a nice mix between the dandelion and then the um coralista or the california i was gonna say it's like a subtle in between okay so it's still pink it's got a gold like leafing kind of hue to it so it gives you a nice luminosity interesting phenomenal also the gimme brow is back what what Oh, did you finally get uh-huh. it in again? Yeah. Oh, thank God. So I got I'm a full size people of that, asking. and then I got something else. Oh, I got the um, brand new airbrush concealer. Ooh. Very excited. That is super exciting, mm-hmm. actually. I'm very much looking forward to my big delivery coming <clears throat> in to work, uh, hopefully soon. But if it's anything like our supply orders, it'll be months. Oh, yeah, at least. Which is, so. and I'm anticipating that with my, because I get some, yeah. some stuff yeah. from the company. It's always nice when it shows up like randomly and you're like, Sorry, oh, it didn't even know I was getting anything. <laughs> Just like when you check the mail and you don't have I a love- bill. So Andrew, my husband, the other day was like, I don't know why I keep introducing him. Like people don't already fucking know me and know mm-hmm. that he's okay. So Andrew, the other day was like, I like ordering shit off of Amazon. Let's buy things so we can have deliveries when we get home. I know. Isn't it nice to come home I, to something yeah, good? Yeah, it's like a little present. Like a oh, little... I'm supposed to have a Macy's order tomorrow come Ooh, in. I know. Uh, yes. New shoes, new heels, so pink, Ooh, metallic. I know. Are, you, are they work appropriate? Are you going to um, I mean, they are work appropriate, but they're a little high, so probably just strictly um, going out mm. and dress up. Got and it. then, like, a baby blue top that I'm hoping works for mm. Easter yeah. I Ideally, I was going to wear white pants, but that hasn't worked out for me yet. Right. So. Got it. Well, You okay. know, whatever. Um, so, um, I know last episode we, we plugged our Instagram and yeah. our email. Oh, but by the time this episode comes out, it'll be after Easter, so just kidding on the outfit <laughs> thing. <laughs> Don't worry about See, it. See, what we're doing it. right now is we're pre-recording because we know we've got a lot of shit well, coming up. Um, that, but, you know, we're busy, people. We, you know what? If we, we can knock all and kill all these birds with one stone. Yes. We're going to do it. That's so, right. you know what? You're not recording the podcast. Fucking listen to it and deal with it. How about That's that? right. Um, I'm the mean one. My name's Erin. Welcome to Fame and Misfortune. Um, I'm Stephanie. She is not as mean, but can be if she needs to, I feel like. I can be a little sassy. That's yeah. That's true. I'm just, I'm straight up mean. Well, let's not be it. too mean. It's a coping mechanism, Okay. Okay. For your um, head injury? Yeah. <laughs> yes, from my head injury. Um, so, um, yeah, what I was saying is last week we plugged our Instagram and our 
um, email, and um, we literally just finished recording that episode, so we haven't gotten anything in the email yet. Um, but I would like to just reiterate, if you want to send us anything, um, literally anything, literally anything, except just, dick pics. Yeah, no, none of that. We don't need any Please. of that. No nudes. No nudes. With two zeros. Right. And a Z. And a Z. Did you see that there's a guy um, in the 54W building in Orlando that made his Christmas lights spell send nudes? And Stop they, it. And it took them That's forever brilliant. to figure out which floor he was on so they could tell him to take it down. That's so brilliant. And you can, if you don't live in Orlando, you can't, you can't see, or you can see the 54 West building oh, God, from yeah. I-4. It's yes. like a huge landmark. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's this, I mean, the right amount on of... Church Street? Yeah. The amount of lights he had to have to write send nudes must have been... Yeah, but Impressive. like only on his balcony. Correct. Or like, okay. So you had to like, like you had to look for up and like count and yeah, exactly. So, so funny. Um, That's brilliant. Yeah. Um, but honestly, nobody would know how to get a hold of him, so it's just funny exactly. at that point. It's exactly. like it's not like it was being serious. <clears throat> so our um, our Instagram <laughs> is fam f a m uh, podcast, and then our Twitter is at fam podcast. If that's how Twitter it, they're works. both like that. So both Instagram know. and Twitter are at fam, fam but podcast. you can search Instagram without the at in front right. of it. Right. Oh, so, can you? Yeah. Okay. You don't need the at. Well, um, mm-hmm. just educating you thanks. one step at a time. We're gonna learn. Yeah. Um, and then our email is fame and misfortune. Those two words spelled out at gmail.com. And then we have, uh, oh, a website. It's fameandmisfortunepodcast.com. Sweet. So find us on social media. We're on Stitcher. We're on SoundCloud. We're on iTunes. iTunes. Um, we're Podomatic. on Podomatic. I think that's it for now. Um, Google Play. Yes. And I think we're almost on Spotify, or we might be on Spotify. I don't fucking know. Mm, look we're for us there. If we're not, we're elsewhere. Yeah, we're, we're, we're somewhere. You mm-hmm. can find us. Sure. Um, so, last week's, or last episode, Stephanie did, um, Oscar Pistorius. Yes. Right? Pistoria? Mm-hmm. Pistorius. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and he is a complicated son of a gun. Yeah. Um, maybe had some mental health issues going on. Yeah, and they're a beautiful couple. I Were mean, they? he was very <laughs> handsome, and she's very pretty, um... But good looks don't mean everything, people. Right. There can yes. be very deceiving. Uh-huh. Yep, definitely. Um, so, it was just, I found it really, really sad that she was kind of uh, in her prime, so to speak. Like, yes. she was just getting started. Very similar to Judith. Um, yes. Farsi, who I did mm-hmm. a couple episodes ago. Mm-hmm. Um, just getting started. Like, kind of in the prime of her life, ready to kind of just take on the world and Absolutely. kick its ass. Um, so, also... With that being said, this past week um, in Orlando, Waitress, the musical, yes. is touring. Yeah. And for those of you who know me, you know that I am obsessed with musicals. I listen to them Yeah, I saw constantly. that it was downtown on Sunday. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to take my mom, but tickets were already sold out. Of so course. It's a sad time. Um, but I believe uh, very openly hearted, open-heartedly that theater is magic and musicals are, you know, Wonderful. life. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so... Um, I'm just going to live that way forever. Anywho, the reason I mentioned that is because the murder that I'm doing today is the actual uh, writer and director of 
Waitress the film. Oh. That was adapted into Waitress the musical. Fascinating. Yeah. Um, she is basically just a badass. Her name uh, was Adrienne Shelley. Uh, her name is Adrienne Shelley. She was born uh, in 1966, June 24th, 1966. Um, and she's better... She was actually born Adrienne Levine, but she's known as Adrienne Shelley. That's her stage name. Okay. Um, she was an actress, director, and screenwriter. She uh, became known in her independent film roles, such as uh, 89's Unbelievable Truth and 1990's Trust. She wrote, co-starred, and directed the 2007 released film Waitress, not to be confused with Waiting, which is a satire Correct. funny film. And yes. stars Ryan with Reynolds. Dane Cook. And Dane Cook. Welcome to the Thunderdome, bitch. Is Ryan Reynolds in that? He is. He's, like, the main character in it. He is my hero. He's the oh, guy who's showing the dude Dane around. Cook Dane Cook is in it. Okay. Dane Cook is in the kitchen. And he's also in, um, that one with Jessica Simpson. Oh, um, employee. Super Employee of the Month? Is, is that, that it? One? I don't know. Maybe? Super, it's, like, something to do with supermarkets and shopping. Yeah, like, they work at, like, a Costco or something. Uh, yeah, basically, yes. <laughs> Sorry. Sidebar. Um, Very big sidebar. Ryan Reynolds is my actual dad. I it is to employee be of the month, dad. really quick. Yes. Um, because we're all about facts on this podcast. We need to be as up-to-date uh, on our information as possible. So thanks, Wikipedia. So funny. <laughs> um, so basically, she um, kicked ass and was releasing Waitress, uh, which was set to come out in 2007, um, and in late 2006, she was waiting to hear um, if it would be accepted for the Sundance Film, Film Festival when she was found dead, hanging oh, wow. from the shower <gasps> of her Greenwich, Greenwich or Greenwich, Greenwich, Greenwich Village. I don't fucking New York. God damn it! What? Seriously? I don't understand. Do you really things. think you pronounce that W? Yeah, it, Greenwich. It's what no. it says. It says Greenwich. Well, which green for which one was, would okay, either have you know an, another H in it, which it doesn't, or it would have a T in it, which Ugh. it also doesn't, which is why the English language is so confusing. Hashtag bullshit. Which way is it? Is she it which in, in a T, or is it which with the H? It's which, the same which? word. Which, 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 bitch. Ooh, I, that's a really good restaurant. Have you ever been there? Because it's real good. Yeah. I'm into I have, much. but honestly. I'm feeling food right now. Literally, which witch? Which witch? Why can't we pick one way to spell something? Um, well, I'm going to tell you which witch. It's Greenwich. In her Greenwich ugh, fucking village works studio <laughs> apartment. Um, she was found dead hanging from the shower curtain. Initially, uh, cops are like, well, she killed herself. Um, and her husband's like, definitely not. That's not what happened. She did not kill herself. Look into it more. And so it just got much more... Um, What's the word I'm looking for? And, um, deeper? Darker? The... Both. Crazy. It got, yeah. it got wild, basically. Okay. So, um, her husband's like, there's absolutely no reason that she would have killed herself. Right. Something is wrong. Right. Um, and convinced police to look into it more. So, a little bit of backstory on, um, Adrian. She was born in Queens, New York to, uh, Sheldon Levine and Elaine Langbaum. Um, I should have looked at the names before I chose this murder because New Yorkers always have wild fucking names. <sighs> okay. She had two brothers, Jeff and Mark, 
who were raised, uh, oh, and she, the three of them were raised on Long Island. She began performing when she was about 10 uh, at Stage Door Manor, performing arts theater. She made her professional debut in a summer stock production of the musical Annie, which is a personal favorite. Um, while a student at Jericho High School, she went uh, in, New- in Jericho, New York. She went on to Boston University, majoring in film production, and dropped off dropped out her junior year and moved to Manhattan, which I feel like is a trend yes. up north. What, um, to move to Manhattan? Yeah, so, well, to, like, drop out of school and be like, I'm going to make it big time and just kind of... Fair enough. Um, so, Shelley, who took her professional surname after her father's given name, um, which is Sheldon, obviously, she took Shelley. Mm-hmm. Smart. Um, she got married to Andy Ostroy, the chairman and CEO of the marketing firm, Bellardi Ostroy? I don't know. Let me firm. see that. He was important. Why? Because I'm wondering, I'm curious how it's spelled. Where are we at? I'm up here somewhere. Um, mm-hmm. Andy Ostroy to chairman and CEO of marketing from Bellardi and Ostroy. Okay. Is that where you worked? Did you work there? No, oh. no, 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 no. I didn't have a job when I... Please. I, was, <laughs> I well, should I have. you saying you did paralegal stuff at one oh, point. Oh, yeah. I did that. Um, I was actually just like... Well, I went to school for that for a minute, but I was a runner for a lawyer downtown in Orlando. Mm. It paid actually really well. Yeah, I'm sure. And I got paid for my lunch breaks mm. and for mileage on my vehicle. My route took me out to lunch today. That was nice. It. Ass, yeah, it was great. Where'd you guys go? Panera. Oh, good choice. It was really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mine's never taken me out to dinner <laughs> or lunch. <laughs> Shout out. Or coffee. Caitlin? Caitlin? Is it Caitlin? Yeah. I'm just kidding. Please no, don't I'm just being. This. I'm just she being greedy. Sorry. Right. Obviously. Me too. I'm I just definitely teasing. shouldn't have said any of that. But That's whatever. Okay. Here we are. Um, so, uh, she got married to this big, important CEO. His name was Andy Ostroy, and, uh, by now all accounts... that's the New York dream. Yeah. Um, by all accounts, she kicked ass. So, she was killing it in film. He was, or theater, or whatever. I don't yeah. know. Fucking. Um, and he was killing it in the business world, and they had a daughter born in 2003. Her name was Sophie. Cute. Um, I know. And she was two years old when her mom died. So sad. Um, My favorite fun fact about her is that she described herself as an optimistic agnostic. Um, Which is just, it's such a pleasant way to describe yourself. You know what I mean? Like, um, like, I honestly have no fucking clue, but I mean, I'm hoping for the best. I'm into that. Is what she's saying, so... Yeah, she's an optimistic agnostic, and I appreciate it. That should her. be my new Instagram bio. Yes. Um, as she changes it right immediately, right now, at this moment. I, I'm not doing that. <laughs> um, so, her career uh, breakthrough as an actress came uh, when she starred in um, The Unbelievable Truth in 1989. She was the lead. And then she went on to do Trust in 1990, so just one year following, uh, which was... N- Trust was nominated for the Grand Jury Prize at Sundance Film Festival, mm-hmm. uh, where Hartley's script for The Unbelievable Truth tied uh, for the Waldo Salt Screenwriting Award. So basically, her first two films were big, fancy, important ones that won awards. Sure. And she was, like, just kind of already on top of her game. Uh, she also guest starred in, like, a million television series, including Law & Order, Oz, uh, Homicide, Life on the Street, 
and she also played major roles in over two dozen off-Broadway plays uh, at Manhattan's Workhouse Theater. In 2005, okay. she appeared in The Factorum, starring Matt, Matt Dillon. I don't know what that is. Fact, factotum, excuse me. Factotum starting, starting Matt Dillon. Um, so basically, this girl is hitting the ground running. She lives for theater. It is her life. If you have never done a play, you don't understand how taxing it can be. Um, because not only are you signing on to play this role, right. you know, five nights a week for two to four weeks straight. Um, but you're also signing on for all of the rehearsals yep. and all of the, you know... Dress rehearsals. The dress rehearsals and the, the set calls. And you have to mm-hmm. have your own costumes and you have to buy them. Makeup. You have to pay for it. Do your you own have makeup. To, and get yourself ready. You have to have time off of work. You mm-hmm. have to... It's a, a huge commitment. Huge commitment. A big, giant challenge. So for her to have done um, over two dozen off-Broadway plays is a massive undertaking. That's and huge. she starred in two independent films and lots of um, series drop-in roles, you know? So can I do a real quick sidebar about your people? Yep. So I was looking into the daughter to see if she was into acting. Mm-hmm. She's not. Um, but then, of course, the parents came up, <clears throat> and there was a picture with her father, Andy, mm-hmm. and Cheryl Hines, which... I'm sure if you saw her familiar, she's in Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah. She plays Larry David's wife, so she's pretty much very popular for that. Um, but she's married to a Kennedy, dun-dun-dun, mm. for three years. Illuminati. But she's also a Florida girl. Oh. So she was born in Miami, um, and she went to University of Central Florida. UCF. Mm-hmm. And to Tallahassee Community College. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was kind of interesting. It's very interesting. Um, anyway, they, the reason they know each other, Andy and Cheryl, is because um, he produced and she directed Serious Moonlight. Wow. Which gives me David Bowie song vibes, <gasps> which I just heard earlier. Yes. So, Ugh. Yeah. Which David. Serious Moonlight had I'm Meg gonna... Ryan. Ooh. And Kristen Bell. That sounds like a Meg Ryan movie. And Justin Long. I am in love with Kristen Bell. Me too. Marshall okay. too. Also Justin Long. <laughs> okay. So. Sorry. Um, that was a nice sidebar. And a fun fact that I didn't know. Yeah. So during the 1990s, uh, Shelly segued towards behind the camera stuff. Okay. Um, she kind of decided that she really liked the behind the scenes directing um, um Kind creating, of creating versus exactly sort of stuff yeah um so she wrote and directed the uh 1999 i'll take you there which appeared in which she appeared along with ali sheedy yep mm-hmm. i don't know anything about that film or who that person is you don't know who ali sheedy is i probably would if i saw her face i want to say is she punky brewster no that's soleil no. moonfry yes soleil which is an amazing name take me there i want to be soleil um, Allie Sheedy. Allie Sheedy. I'm sure she looks She's in familiar. 10 Things I Hate About You. Right? She is the best friend in 10 Things I Hate About You. She's won the girlfriend. She's in the Breakfast Club. Nuh-uh. Yes. Oh, shit. She plays the young girl. Oh, shit. You're she right. She plays Miss I Moody. I knew I knew that name. Mm-hmm. Allison is her yes. name in the Breakfast Club, which is... Yes. 
for the re- the reason we're also appalled is because that is my favorite film of all time. And St. Elmo's Fire. And St. Elmo's Fire. She mm-hmm. was one of the Brat Pack. Mm-hmm. Fuck. How did I miss that? I'm going to get my shit together one of these days, you guys. Um, she won, uh, and this is not Ali Sheedy, this is, um, Adrian Shelley. She won the U.S. Comedy Arts Festival Film Discovery Jury Award. Jesus Christ, that's a mouthful. No kidding. Um, in 2000 for direction of a film and prize of the city of Setebal. I don't fucking know. What? It's, it's like S-E-T-U with an accent mark, B-A-L. Setebal? Setubal? Sure. I don't know. City. She, well, she won the prize everything. of the city. Special mention at a festival uh, at Troya International Film Festival hold in Setubal. It's a Portugal, Portuguese city. Okay. Um, I don't know. She got she won awards, guys. She was important and she did shit and she won awards for it. For um, sure. She um, did, she wrote, directed, co-set, and co-costume designed Waitress. Uh, which starred Carrie Russell and Nathan yes. Fillion, and so, it's really popular. I actually went to see that movie, so I don't know if you know, but cel- I'm sure you probably do, but Celebration does a pie festival uh-huh. every year, yep. and one year they showed that movie. Oh, that's so great. As the, yeah, because like, the said whole the thing is theater. about baking and yes. like, pies mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. good mm-hmm. stuff, um, which I haven't, I've never seen the film. Oh, I, it's good. I want to watch it tonight, I think. Yeah. Um, but I have listened to all of the music from the musical because I am that person. It's a good movie. Um, so it premiered at the 2007 Sundance Film Festival and it won like a shit ton of awards. Um, Shelley's daughter, Sophie, has a cameo at the end of the film, which Aww. I didn't know. We'll have to look into that more. Yeah, I didn't um, know that. Because her daughter was tiny, tiny too at the time or, you know, younger even. Yeah. Because this would have been during filming. Sure. Um, just little baby. Tiny little baby. Um, so, um, basically, she's on top of the world. She had just finished filming and was waiting to hear if it was going to be announced uh, or included in the Sundance Film Festival in 2007 um, when she was found dead at approximately 5.45 p.m. November 1st, 2006. Her husband, uh, Andy, discovered her body uh, in the Abiding Square apartment. Abding, ab, adding, uh, oh, some apartment in Manhattan's West Village. I don't fucking know these words. Oh my god. What is it? A B I N G D. I think it's Abingdon. It's is like, it like a title? Yeah, Abingdon Square. Yes. Is that a place? Yes. Okay. Abingdon Square apartment in okay. the West Village. So there's villages. Uh huh. And then there's squares within those villages. So basically, it's a fucking so like city, a union and we square. could just call it by its street name. No, because there's sections. So like, there's North Lakeland and South Lakeland, which is obnoxious. Well, it is because Lakeland's not really that big, right. but like that, and how they feel divided. Yeah, it is the same in New York, and there's different corners in different neighborhoods. There's Little Italy, there's Chinatown, which I've stayed in a hotel there. Is it scary? It's a good spot. No, um, it was a really K-Town nice hotel. In LA is fucking terrifying. Um, no, Chinatown's really nice, and it's not that far from Little Italy. It's like a couple blocks, maybe like two, if that. Um, so really good restaurants near there. Yeah. Um, and I stayed in like, I don't know. Mom texted me, tell me what you you sent me there for my birthday. One, I went one year and just 
went for, by myself. Does your mom listen to this podcast? No. She I, might, though. She listens to my favorite so murder. my mom was in town last oh, week. she has. And I was going to take her to waitress. Um, yeah. And she was in town, and we were talking. I was basically just trying to say, um, I'm, I have the worst only child syndrome that has ever happened because I talk over you all the time. Right. Like, and I'm very rude, and I interrupt, which I'm sorry for. But I've apologized to you a hundred times, so we're It's fine. Um, but I was basically just trying to tell her, like, I don't know how to carry on a conversation like a normal human. Mm-hmm. And in doing that, I mentioned that I have a podcast. Uh-oh. And she's like, what's the podcast? Let me listen to it. And I'm like, um, um I don't know if you should. Um, it's kind of offensive. I curse a lot. And she's like, you do that anyway. Just let me fucking listen to it. And I'm like, I don't, maybe... I guess there's no real reason you shouldn't listen to it, but then I never actually gave her the name of it. So. She's like, I'm just going to Google it. I'll find it. Is she listening? Probably. Hi, Mom. I'm sorry. Hi, Mom. Please don't be too disappointed It was nice me. meeting you, you when you were here. Are. I hope she's, you had a nice time. Um, yeah, I'm sure she did, and I'm sure she's listening. I'm jealous you guys went to Wasabi. Ugh, it was uh, so good. I bet. Very good. And Crap. I'm did hungry. we say too much? How many times have we talked about food on this show already? Because I think um, it's at least four. I don't know. I feel like it's mostly I'm you, though. I'm very hungry. That's probably what it is. I'm not. It's cool. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make something. Ooh, I have freezer meals. Put it in a skillet and be done with it. Um, I have somebody at you home hear that? making me dinner. Whoever who Thank makes you. those things is it Swans? Depends. I don't know. It's swans. the frozen. It's like the Viola ones. <laughs> swans. Voila. <laughs> Voila. <laughs> Viola. Viola. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So, whoever that Viola. company is, Viola, you want to sponsor me? Send me Viola some Davis meals? in your kitchen. Because like, they're making so dinner. good. They're, I, it's like a garlic chicken one, and it blows it out of the fucking um, water. I really like the Bertoli, Bertoli Ugh, one. Oh, I have one of those, too. Yes. It's a I, chicken for file. I mean, I'm not eating them, but they're I'm really gonna. good. You should. Fight me. I'm Put not fighting you on it. You should totally do it. And I'm drinking my... Uh, Zatarain's has Waikia, a really good... Waikia? Um, Wait, Waikia? Water. Waikia? It's real fucking good. It's, um, and I have an extra one if you want one. I um, love that water. It's, it's a great water. Yeah, it's a Hawaiian volcanic filtered natural spring water. Does it water. just make you feel so Ugh, organic feel so and, fancy. like, connected? It's like I have my shit together when I'm drinking this, yes. but I don't. It's like when I drink a smart water, like a Fiji water, and I'm like, ah, oh, I'm instantly important. Exactly, yes. Smart water. You can sponsor me, like Jennifer Aniston just, style. Yeah, just, just send, send me us, a couple cases. Yeah. I need the water with the electrolytes. I'll carry it everywhere, and I'll, well, we can, like, just sneak it in the back of all of our Instagram Every posts. Every picture we take and post on Instagram. You know, I'll have a smart water. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Um. Okay. So she was found dead by her husband, uh, in her Abington Ab. God damn it, Abington Square apartment mm-hmm. in Manhattan's West Village, that she used as an office. Um. Her, which is horrendous. I lived on the West Side, but not in the West Village. Oh, let's brag a little mm-hmm. bit mm-hmm. near Times Square. Oh, okay. So let's brag a little bit more. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's near the New Jersey Turnpike tunnel it wasn't Ooh, that exciting not a brag. there was a lot of traffic <laughs> but i walked so i guess it didn't matter um so her husband discovered her which is just the worst mm-hmm. um he had dropped her off uh no her daughter finding her could have been a lot Ooh, worse that's true her daughter was two though so so wouldn't understand probably what no was happening. but would know that something was wrong with mommy yeah. and can you imagine like your Ooh. kid coming Ugh. to say like oh mommy's hanging this with a sad curtain. i'm just saying it could have been worse okay um, so he dropped her off 9.30 a.m. that morning and was really worried because, um, Adrian hadn't contacted him that day. 
Um, and so he went into the building and found the doorman and was like, hi, can you go with me? Because I think something's wrong. And so him and the doorman went up to the apartment and found her hanging from the shower rod. Poor doorman uh, who just got roped exactly, into all of that. Exactly, yeah. Um, ooh, roped, bad choice of words. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't so mean that. They found her body hanging from the shower rod in the bathtub um, with a bed sheet around her neck. Um, it's not clear if she was hung with the bed sheet or if she was hung with the rope. I'm going to go ahead and assume. Wait, you're telling me there was two different items there? What do you mean? A rope and know, a bed sheet? I don't know if there was a rope or if she, that's what I'm saying, is it's not oh. clear if she was hung with a rope or if she was hung with a bed sheet. But is there a rope at all or are you just I don't, speculating? There is no, I'm speculating there may have been okay. a rope. Okay, so what, but, but there's I, a bed what sheet. that's the case is that there's a bed sheet that there's she's tied There's a bed sheet over with. her head. Oh, it does say here around her neck. Okay. Over her head and around her neck. Okay. So, um... That's an interesting choice. Right. So, um, they, they, the first thing they noticed when they got up to the apartment is the door wasn't locked. So, they're able to just walk into this apartment, no key, no nothing. Um, which is, is wild to me to have an unlocked door in New York City is, first of all, a huge red flag. Um, because everybody locks their doors at all times. Um, but if you have a doorman, not really. Really? Yeah. I mean, think about it, like, you pretty much have 24-7 security, and, like, the doorman at my building, and it wasn't even a super nice one. Well, no, but they don't necessarily, like, do you know how many times I saw somebody in my building? Zero. Really? I lived there for a month, and at most, I may have heard people coming in. I know some people had a dog at some point, Mm -hmm. but I never saw anybody, so you don't really it's not as communal as a lot of people make it like you might think Mm -hmm. like maybe in the laundry room but i feel like it can be really lonely i mean yes and no i mean i'm assuming people were living there with other people i was there by myself i pretty much just went to school came home did my homework made myself dinner and went to bed and on the weekends i just like ventured out to where I knew how to get to because I had no money for cabs so I had to take the subway right and my knowledge of the subway is very limited right um I did get lost in Brooklyn one time (laughs) so then I had to walk through Brooklyn in Bed-Stuy yikes it was a little scary yes alone I was trying to get to a concert oof yeah um, so I had to ask a couple people, which is so unlike New York because people don't talk uh-huh. to people. Yeah. And then I also had to like stop a bus driver and be like, do you know where I could get Can to? And like, am right. I far? So I just walked all the way through until I got where I was going. I just kind of figured it out. There was no Google maps really. Like, right. I was still working like with a sidekick situation. Yeah. Like, so it was very different. Just kind of had to figure it out. Okay. Um, well, her door was unlocked, and it was um, a red flag for her husband, I guess. Um, and the money uh, was out missing from her wallet, which I guess she always carried cash, um, and they, there was no cash. And so, yeah, Well, that's a huge red flag. And it right. is a red flag if it's not like her to leave the door unlocked right. at all. So that's it was definitely... a big issue. Um, but the New York City Police Department apparently believed that she had killed herself, um, even though these things had happened, which is 
I mean, wild. New York PD, I mean, they deal with a lot of homicides. Oh, God, yeah. And if it's if there's going to be a homicide, for the most part, it's going to be pretty blatant. Yes. So for them to rule it as a suicide just to kind of get done with the paperwork and move on with their life, I would not be surprised. Um, no. It doesn't. And that happens in a lot of right. departments. I and mean, I, I could honestly couldn't blame them. They deal sure. with so much worse. Yeah. Um, that doesn't mean, however, that this is in any way less important. Absolutely. Um, so it is, it's kind of, um, disheartening that they didn't take it as seriously as the husband was presenting from the beginning. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, autopsy found, oh, an autopsy found that she had died as a result of a neck compression, um, so strangulation, basically. So if you're hanged, I mean, you're gonna have the petechial hemorrhaging that happens around the eyes that shows... Ooh, those, using your med school you knowledge. Know, um, mm-hmm. That shows that those blood vessels have popped and you mm-hmm. have cut off the circulation to the brain. Um, so it wouldn't be unheard of for someone who is hung to have died of neck compression sure. and have those strangulation signs. Um, that just makes the case harder. Exactly. It makes it more complicated. Like if she had been um, bludgeoned to death and then was hung, then it's clearly right something else. Um so, her husband insisted that his wife was happy in her personal and professional life. Again, she was on top of the world. She had a film that was about to debut at the Sundance Film Festival um, that she had kicked ass. It won a bunch of awards. Her daughter was two. Um, she was happily married to a CEO. They were living comfortably. She was living in the theater. Um, and there's absolutely no and way. It looks to me like he's never remarried. Right. Oh, really? I don't know. Um, oh, sad. It is really sad. It, and I don't... It's it also kind of sweet, though, that he's that, you know. Yeah. Um, it doesn't look like... Nope. Just married to her. Doesn't say he has anybody else either. So, yikes. Um, so, basically, he's like, there's no way that she would have killed herself and left our baby motherless. Right. Not a thing that mm-hmm. would have happened. Um, so his protests over the following days caused a more careful re-examination of the bathroom where she was found. Um, mm-hmm. also, he's a CEO, so he is high up there. He's going to move mountains if he has to for his wife. Absolutely. And which he should. Absolutely. Mo- sure. I commend him for this. Yeah. Um, but basically he wouldn't leave it alone and the cops finally re-examined. When they did, um, they found a sneaker print in gypsum dust. I don't know what the fuck gypsum is. Um, on the toilet beside where the body had been found. So they found a shoe print on the toilet in dust. Gypsum dust. Gypsum dust. So that's like drywall. Oh, okay. So they found drywall dust shoe print on the Mm -hmm. toilet Mm -hmm. uh, in Mm -hmm. the bathroom. Right, Marshall? It's like drywall. You're going to be so proud of me. I remember what you tell me. Yes. Um, my mom literally built her house, so I should probably know that. Probably. I I didn't help. I'm lazy. (laughs) Uh, sorry mom if you're listening no so um in the toilet beside where her body had been found the suspect print was matched to a set of other shoe prints in the building where construction work had been done the day of shelly's death yep um so on november 6 2006 the press reported the arrest of a 19 year old construction worker diego uh, I want to say Pico because it's P I L L C O, and in Spanish, the P-I-L-L-C-O. L's are a Y. Pico, uh, but it might be Pilco. I don't know. Uh, Interesting. He's an Ecuadorian illegal immigrant. Sad time. 
uh, who, according to police, had confessed on tape to attacking Shelly and then staging the fake suicide by hanging her. Uh, Diego's original version of what happened was that when Shelly asked if the noise could be kept down, he threw a hammer at her and was afraid that she would make a complaint against him and that might get him deported. Um, And so he followed her back into her apartment uh, and then where the, uh, and then, excuse me, he followed her back into her apartment. She hit him and was killed by a fall during the struggle. Okay. We'll take that and run with it. Subsequently, Diego had given a completely different account uh, another day. Subsequently, had given a completely different account in which he said while on break, he noticed her returning from the apartment and followed her. After assaulting her and rendering her unconscious, he killed her by staging the fake suicide. Um, The second version was consistent with the lack of dust on Shelly's shoes, which she was not wearing when she was found, and seemed to be a confession to murder, uh, but prosecutors reportedly thought that if charged with murder, uh, Diego might return to his original account, and a jury trial could find him guilty of a lesser charge. So, basically what's happening is, um, he says, okay, yes, I killed her, but what happened is I threw a hammer at her, I was, I thought she was going to tell on me and then I was going to get deported. So, um, I started fighting her because she hit me and she fell and died. And then I made it look like a suicide so I wouldn't get in trouble. And then the second time he tells the story, he says, um, I saw her while I was on break. I followed her. Uh, I assaulted her and rendered her unconscious. So I don't know if that means physical or sexual, um, assault. Right. Right. Uh, But he assaulted her. She was unconscious, and then he killed her by staging the fake suicide because, again, he didn't want to get in trouble and get deported. And then the prosecutors um, were like, okay, fine, we'll take this um, confession and see if a jury will find him guilty to at least something so that, you know, somebody has to pay for this murder. Right. Um, So the medical examiner determined that Shelley was still alive when she was hanged, rendering both of those stories hashtag bullshit uh, because in the first story he says he killed her um, or she died during a fall. In the second story he says she died uh, when he faked the suicide. Um, or before he had faked the right. suicide. Um, so when the medical examiner is saying clearly she was hanged therefore it's not a suicide. It's a murder by hanging. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So, Diego pleaded guilty of first-degree manslaughter, uh, which, as we heard in Stephanie's last episode, uh, mm-hmm. means that he killed her for sure, but maybe didn't mean to, or maybe didn't plan was it. Negligent about the was correct his behavior. Um, and actions, he was sentenced rather. to twenty-five years in prison without parole. At the sentencing, uh, her Shelley's husband uh, and family members said they would never forgive him. Uh, and Andy is quoted saying, you are nothing more than a cold-blooded killer, uh, and he hope, I hope that you will rot in jail. And he will. And he will. Um, and he is, I should say. He also, the family said in a closing statement of remembrance that uh, Adrian was the kindest, warmest, most loving, generous person they had ever known. She was incredibly funny, smart, 
talent, a talented uh, bright light with an infectious laugh and a huge smile that radiated her inner and outer beauty. Um, he says, she was my best friend and the person without whom, uh, with whom I was supposed to grow old. And that explains why he's still single. Still single. And it's just, it's Raising his daughter. It's very, very sad. Um, and there's a lot to this article. I mean, it sounds like I did a little bit of research while you were discussing. Oh, did you? I did. So it sounds like, um, sh- he has, like, uh, like a foundation for oh, yeah. her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sorry, not to steal, like, what you're talking about. No, but, you're um, he also takes a little bit of a political stance with her murder mm-hmm. um, in the recent times about immigration and stuff. There's an article on the New York Times mm-hmm. um, where he his article is entitled, My Wife's Killer Was Not an Illegal Immigrant. Mm-hmm. Um, we know all the details, but basically it's discussing the political climate and the feelings. Um, but he essentially said that um, let me see, sorry, um, Adrian was not murdered by an illegal immigrant per se. She fell victim to a depraved killer who simply happened to be an undocumented immigrant. It is an obvious distinction, almost too obvious, but it's an important one to consider as the country goes further down the dangerous path of demonizing those not born here. Um, Basically stating that um, his reason for killing Adrian and the relatively lenient sentence he received certainly feeds our now president's xenophobic fear-mongering narrative, but beyond the rhetoric, there's no clear cause and effect. His rationale was no different from that of an American citizen who, in the act of a crime, kills his witness to avoid prosecution and imprisonment. Attributing his heinous act to his immigration status dilutes the more relevant truth that he lacked the ability to know right from wrong and had zero respect for human life. Right. Which is... I mean, like, what a perspective to have. Uh-huh. After, especially after something horrible has happened. It's like, it's on par with standing up in, in a courtroom and saying, I know what you did was wrong, I forgive you, and I, I wish you the best. Right. Which is, it, it has to take the most guts. And I, as a Leo... Hold grudges forever, and I yep. don't let them go. Yeah, it's who I am as a person. Yeah. Um. So for him to be able to be like, yes, he was an immigrant. Yes, he was illegal. Uh. But he murdered my wife, and anyone else could have also. Um. Is it takes such um an understanding and a, a a strong foundation in who you are as a person to be able to separate the two. Um, oh, and God, not yeah. demonize an entire group of people people mm-hmm. because of the actions of one. Absolutely. Um, And he ends the article to say that while I believe that the country must do more to secure its borders, deport non-citizen criminals, and protect Americans from foreign terrorists, I also believe we must find a realistic, humane path to citizenship for the millions of decent, hard-working immigrants who love this country as much as I do regardless of whether they are documented or not. Um, And basically we just need more compassion. Oh yeah. Um, Um, And that's what his wife would want. That's For sure, absolutely. Mm. Um, 
another thing is that that foundation, the Adrian Shelley Foundation that he created, yes. mm-hmm. um, goes to support women in filmmaking. That's awesome. Which is just the most badass thing because um, Wonder Woman. Let's just talk about that for a second. I'm a hu- my husband is a huge comic book person. Of course, he doesn't like DC. We're Marvel people, but oh, he's um, very picky. Uh, very very picky. Um, but Wonder Woman kicked ass, and I think a lot of the reason that it did is because it was a film about women made by a woman, you know? And yeah. it had a very feminine perspective, and it wasn't one of, oh, look how hot she looks in this costume. Right. Look how badass this lady is, and she can kill yeah, you. she can be badass and look hot. Right, and, and she does. She accomplishes both. Uh, but the Adrian Shelley Foundation, uh, just a quick quote from this um, says uh, it's a nonprofit organization with a critical mission uh, to support women filmmakers, and it it basically says um, our mission is simple yet critical: supporting women filmmakers. We've part- partnered with the finest academic uh, and filmmaking institutions, including Sundance Institute, AFI, IFP, uh, Women in Film, Tribeca. Uh, Nantucket University rooftop films to provide scholarships, production grants, finishing funds, and living stipends uh, just to help women live their dream and achieve what they want to achieve and just kind of kill it and uh, shatter that glass ceiling. And it's nice that he can do that for Mm -hmm. others, you know, when his wife was... Yeah, exactly. Um, So, if you'd like to, it's been 10 years, so they just had their 10th anniversary and yep. their 10th celebration yep. if you'd like to donate or if you'd like to learn more the Adrian Shelley Foundation that's A-D-R-I-E-N-N-E Shelley S-H-E-L-L-Y foundation.org uh, you can find it online you can donate there Wait, is there um, an extra E in there yep uh, A-D-R-I-E-N-N-E S-H-E-L-L-Y oh it is just a Y yep foundation.org um you can learn, you can find statistics, you can donate, you can learn all about their um, their uh, foundation and how you can help, how you can contribute. If you are in the film industry or if you know of some way that um, you could assist, if, I don't know, even if you're a costume designer that you're sure. willing to work for a discounted yeah. price or if you're um, somebody who, I, I'm like a makeup artist, and you're willing to help support an all-female production or something like that, send these guys an email or send me an email and I'll forward it. Um, I'll take that upon myself. That's fine. Um, also, a quick note, Cheryl Hines is also in Waitress. Is she? Yes. Oh, that in sounds like a... Smaller part. Yeah. I was, I picture her as like a soccer mom with like really big, great there teeth. There she is with Carrie Russell. Stop. Yeah. That sweet so, little baby. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Carrie Russell, she has a message on here on this website. Okay. The Adrian Shelley Foundation. Um... And it's just, like, a hi, she was great, she changed my life, she kicked ass, um, and this is what she would want her legacy yeah, to be. Yeah, let's keep doing it. So let's do it. Um, women, go out there, kick ass. Yeah. Take, do you what know, you want. Live your life. Mm-hmm. You do you. I'm here for it. Let's do it. Um, I'm doing it. And, you know, just go out. Work. Got big dreams. Work. W-E-R-K. Yeah. And I think that's it for this episode. Yeah. So, social media shit? Yeah, please um, do Instagram, stuff. fan podcast. Send us things. Twitter. I know we podcast. ask every time. Send us makeup. We, we love want free stuff. Makeup. And also food. So, you know, if you want to sponsor us. Or if you want, I don't know, if you, you know what? Here's what we haven't done yet. You know Let's, what I want? I want the butcher box. I don't know what that is. It's basically, you know how there's like those meal sending yeah. things it's basically like, that um, but just for meat so like need 
Yeah, so you can I'm, get like bacon, yep. chicken, beef. Yep. I'm here for this. Like, yeah, so I'm like, uh-huh. I've been debating biting the bullet. I just have to do. Oh, yeah. I have to be better about paying attention to what I'm well, spending and if it ends up being worth so it. So maybe, um, hi butcher box. Here we are. Yeah. Uh, we like meats. Yes, we do. <laughs> Let me get your meat, okay? Give I just it to me want now. It. I need all of your meat. All of Take it. Take your meat and throw it in my face. This is probably not the advertisement you want, but you know what? We're open to scripts. It's, you're gonna get <laughs> appropriate. You're gonna get some airtime, so. Take yeah. it. Take it or leave it, Butcher Box. Yeah. It's good I stuff. I prefer that you take it. Take my meat. Also, no, give me your meat. the Paleo Bakehouse also looks really good. I don't know what that is. I know. I'll teach you one day. But the Butcher Box is really what I'm after. I'm like, man. Same. Yes. I pull up the website every now and then. I'm like, do I do it? I just need to figure out what I'm spending mm-hmm. on it. Mm-hmm. If it ends up, if, I, mm-hmm. if I'm getting the right amount, yeah. it'll be enough to last. Got it. So, we'll see. Well, um, yeah, social media, Twitter, Instagram. Yeah, all the things. We have a website, Fame and Misfortune Podcast. We have an email, fameandmisfortune at gmail.com. And Send Instagram. Um, and we'll answer your makeup questions. And we'll yeah. answer your skin questions. Or any questions, I guess. You, I mean, if you need dating advice, I guess yeah, we can Yeah, if you have it. a golden retriever that you feel like you really want to share a picture of. Yep. I mean, I'm here for it. We can even post so. it. So, it's cool. Um, this has been great. I have yep. been Erin. That has been Stephanie. That's me. And, uh... I hope that's not confusing. We're out of here, so... All right. Later good. days. Bye and good Bye. night. Bye.